good tonight. You really do. You look good. That's hard to do, ain't it? Now, now turn to somebody and do your right and say, you ugly, but I'm praying for you. Praise God. <laughs> Nothing like sweet fellowship. Amen. The book of Joshua tonight, chapter number 2, we'll begin reading in verse 12. Joshua chapter 2 and verse number 12. Now therefore, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord, since I have showed kindness, that ye will also show kindness unto my Father's house, and give me a true token. Verse number 13, and that ye will save alive my father and my mother and my brethren and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. That is the request from Rahab the harlot. Notice their response in verse number 18. They said, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. Come over, if you will, to chapter number 6 and verse number 25. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive. You know the Old Testament name Joshua is the New Testament Jesus. And Jesus saved Rahab the harlot alive. And you can put your name in verse number 25. And Jesus Save Joe. And Jesus, save Bill. And Jesus, now if you're a Calvinist, you go hyperventilate here, save whosoever that called upon the name of the Lord. And I'm interested tonight in this little lady, Rahab the harlot, that was saved from the judgment of God. And I want to preach tonight for a while on the harlot that was saved by the scarlet. I'm glad tonight that God saves old sinners. Back during Christmas, I was preaching through the genealogy of Jesus. I just wanted to see who was in the family tree. And I came across some names that blew me away. And when I came across this name in the genealogy of Jesus, Rahab the harlot, I said, how in the world did somebody like that get into a family like his? And about that time, the Holy Ghost said the same way, a sinner like you got in a family like his. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, Through grace, I can take a crooked stick and draw a straight line. Because when it comes to God's saving plan, 
and God's saving power, there are no boundaries and borders or limits. And I'm glad the same grace that got her in is the same grace that gets everybody else in who comes by the way of the cross. I'm glad tonight that Jesus Christ is still the Savior of sinners. And I'm glad the door is open and the welcome mat is laid out. And he is still beckoning a lost and a dying world to come. Come. And I'm glad, praise God, he is the Savior of sinners. Notice some things tonight about this Rahab the harlot that was saved by the scarlet. Number one tonight, I want you to notice her condition. You say, what was her condition? Well, she is and was a sinner. She was born a sinner and she lived like a sinner. And were not for Joshua, she'd have died like a sinner. You say, what has that got to do with us? Well, everything. Because the Bible said that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Notice the Bible calls her Rahab the harlot. Now, I'm not going to be vulgar in mixed company, but they don't call her Rahab the harlot just because they don't have anything else to call her. They call her Rahab the harlot because that's what she did. That's what she was. That's what her reputation was. Well, in that day when you thought about a harlot, you thought about Rahab. And when you thought about Rahab, you thought about a harlot. She had given her life over to the destruction of the devil. Sin had wrecked and tarnished and ruined her life. She was not only a sinner, but she was a practicing sinner. She lived like a sinner. She thought like a sinner. Her whole life is bound by the power and the chains of sin. And can I tell every person in this room tonight, Sin is an ugly taskmaster. It'll take you farther than you want to go. It'll keep you longer than you want to stay. It'll cost you more than you want to pay. Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ came in the world to save us from the chains of sin and save us from the power of sin? She is a sinner. She is a practicing sinner. She is an ungodly, wicked woman whose life is stooped down in the degradations of the lust of the flesh and the passions of life. But notice the Bible said she lives in a place called Jericho. And Jericho was a small city that judgment had already been pronounced on. God is headed to Jericho to judge that place. In fact, God is so thoroughly going to judge Jericho, they're going to burn it to the ground. 
There's nothing left of Jericho but ashes of remembrance. So she's not just a sinner. She's not just a practicing sinner. She is a condemned sinner. She is as good as dead. Because the land of her dwelling, the land of her living, is under the curse and the judgment of Almighty God. God is not going to pronounce judgment on Jericho. He has already pronounced judgment on Jericho. I mean the clouds are darkening in the sky. The wind is blowing. The storm is approaching. And any moment a fury of God's indignation wrath is going to consume this place called Jericho. I don't care how high their wall is. I don't care how thick their wall is. I don't care how massive their wall is. It may protect them from some army that's scattered throughout that land, but it will not keep back the indignation and the wrath of a sovereign, righteous, holy God. She is a sinner. She is a practicing sinner. And she is a condemned sinner. You say, what has that got to do with us? It has everything to do with us. Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the soul that sinneth shall surely die. And the wages of sin is death. We're sinners by birth and by nature and by choice. Yes, we are born sinners. Yes, we are practicing sinners. And yes, we are condemned sinners. God has already spoken the condemnation and the judgment that is upon this world. Whether you know it or not, this world is headed for fire and brimstone and destruction. I mean, the clouds are gathering in the sky. The winds of wrath are beginning to blow. And the storm is approaching this world. I mean, they spit in God's face and and shake their fist in God's face and act like they're going to live forever. But can I remind you, the Bible said that the earth is going to pass away and the lust thereof because we live in a world under the judgment and condemnation and wrath of Almighty God. I don't care how big the military is, how strategic we place our satellites, It may keep us from the Russians. It may keep us from the Syrians. It may keep us from some little nation. But the sovereign God of heaven and the almighty God of heaven and the omnipotent God of heaven, it will not keep back his wrath. It will not keep back his judgment. It will not keep back his condemnation. May I remind you tonight, the only wall that will keep back the wrath of God is the blood of Jesus. Jesus Christ and the precious cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but I'm glad one day the Holy Ghost spoke to me and I realized I was a sinner. I was a born sinner. I was a practicing sinner. And yes, I was a condemned sinner. I was born like a sinner and I lived like a sinner and I thought like a sinner and I'd have died like a sinner and I'd have gotten the fire like a sinner but I'm glad, praise God, the grace of God and the mercy of God saved me.
me, wash me, cleanse me, and I'm not going to hell. She's a sinner, a born sinner, a practicing sinner, a condemned sinner. She's in trouble because judgment is coming to Jericho. That's her condition. But number two, notice her conviction. She got under conviction. Go home tonight and read the first 12 verses of chapter number two. One day in the midst of her sin, one day in the midst of her apathy. I love this line. Somebody knocked on her door. I wonder if there's anybody in this room tonight, you're glad when you was a sinner, somebody knocked on your door. And she went to the door and they said, hey, where are the Semites? Where are the Jews? Where are some of them Israelites headed your way? And when I read what she said, I like to turn to flip. She said to them spies, I know. I've heard about you. I've heard about your whole nation. But most of all, I heard what your God did. I heard what your God did to them Egyptians down there at the Red Sea. And she said, I never heard anything like that before. I've heard a lot of stories in my life. But sir, I ain't never heard nothing like that before. I mean, I heard you guys were in bondage for 450 years and you cried out to your God and through the blood of this sacrificial, supernatural, spotless, sinless, saving, substitutional, sovereign, sweet, shown up, lamb and his blood was on the door. Y'all got out of that God forsaken place and and how you went up to the Red Sea and the Red Sea was in front and the Meridian Desert was on the left and the mountains of Paran was on the right and Pharaoh's army was in, in the rear pursuing and you guys was in a mess. I mean, you couldn't go that way. You couldn't go that way and you couldn't go that way and you'd already been that way. Oh, but we heard, we heard firsthand that when you couldn't go that way and you couldn't go that way and you couldn't go that way and you didn't want to go that way, that God of yours that way came this way and y'all kept going that way because your God makes a way when there is no way. We heard he's the way maker. We heard he just makes a way when there is no way. We've heard about your God. I looked beyond your fault and he saw your need. We heard about your God that he exalted the valley and lowered the mountain and lowered the sky. We heard about your God, how he made a path in the Red Sea and how 
everyone got brought out on the other side. And when you got on the other side, he said to Pharaoh, come on in, son. The water's fine. And we heard the very same thing that delivered you guys, destroyed Pharaoh and his army. God waited till he got in the middle and he pulled the plug and the walls of water came falling down. And y'all stood on the sunny banks of sweet deliverance and watched God annihilate your past and erase your past and take care of your enemies. And then we heard how you got out your tambourines and you began to sing a song unto the Lord. She said, we heard about it. We heard about your God, about his power, about his majesty, about his sovereignty, about his eternality. We heard about your saving God, your delivering God, your holy God, your personal God, your eternal God. I wonder if there's anybody in this room tonight, you're glad when you was a sinner on your way to hell. You heard, my God, you heard. You heard about Calvary. You heard about the cross. You heard about the blood. I'm glad I heard. I'm glad I heard. I'm glad somebody told me and I heard the old, old story. She said, we heard. We heard. And she said, and when we heard, our hearts melted within us. She said, your fear and dread is come upon all of us. She said, when we heard that, we got so scared, we fainted. There was no more breath in us. Our heart is like wax melted. We're scared to death. When we heard it, something got a hold of me. You got to understand, sir, I'm a hardened sinner. I'm a harlot by trade. I have fought my way out of many situations. I'm a strong woman. I live in the ghetto. I fight my way out. She said, I'm not scared of much. Oh, but when we heard about that big and awesome God, we got afraid. We got scared. Fear gripped our heart. Our hearts melted. Can I say, I know how she feels. I know how she feels. I know how she feels. When God convicted me and God smote me and I realized my goodness was not enough and my church membership was not enough and I got under Holy Ghost, old time conviction and the fear of God got hold of me. I want to tell you what men and women and boys and girls need tonight, a good old fashioned case of the fear of God and the terror of God and the dread of God. You say you believe you ought to make people afraid. No, but I'll tell you one thing, God sure will. You say, well, Brother Arthur, I think you ought to get saved for more than just you're afraid you're going to go to hell. Look at me right now this second. If the only reason you can think of to be saved is because you're scared and you don't want to go to hell, that's a good reason to be saved. Fear of God. 
got a hold of her. And several years ago, I flew into Fort Worth, Texas. The young man that picked me up said, can I do anything for you? Don't you laugh at this. I said, I need a haircut. And I know it's funny when a bald-headed man says he needs a haircut, but you got to keep up what's left. You wouldn't know what I mean. But anyway, you, you got to. And, and he said, he said, Brother Joe, he said, I don't know of any places in town. My wife cuts my hair, but, but I do know of one place. I said, well, I got to go. And I knew I was in trouble. We pulled up to that place, and the name of that joint was the Mad Hacker. <laughs> don't ever go get what little hair you got left cut at the Mad Hacker. Man, we walk in this joint. There's two ladies in there that's got that I hate me and look on their face. Man, one of them said, sit down over there. I said, yes, ma'am. And Well, she put that robe on me. And brother, I, she come out there with a pair of scissors about that long, a pair of clippers about that long. I tell you, the fear of God got a hold of me. And so I just sat in there minding my own business. Well, she gets to talking to this other lady and they get to talking to her. You know, they do that down there at the Mad Hacker. And I found out something. You go in a town you've never been and you want to find out what's going on. Don't read the paper. Don't look at the internet. Go to the Mad Hacker. You'll get information you wish you knew not of. And so we're sitting there and all of a sudden the subject of church comes up. The subject of church comes up. And so I'm just sitting there listening. And that lady whacking on my head, she said, oh man. You guys are not going to believe this. She said, I went to this church the other day and you'll never believe what happened. She said, that preacher yelled. She said, you guys are not going to believe this. That man sweated. She said, you're not going to believe this. He literally spit white chunks of stuff on everybody on the front row. She said, you're not going to believe that. She said, I've never seen nothing like that. She said, I thought all churches like that were gone and out of business. And she said, but worse than that, he preached on hell, fire, and brimstone. This is what this woman said. She said, I took my fingers and I stuck them in my little girl's ear. I didn't want her to be traumatized. I didn't want her to be traumatized, but all that hellfire and brimstone talk, so I wouldn't let her hear none of that. I'm wanting to say something so bad, but I looked at them clippers and I thought, I just keep my mouth shut. Boy, in a few minutes, that woman looked at me. She said, "Hey, sir." I said, "Yes, ma'am." She said, "Do you go to church?" I said, yes, ma'am, I do. She says, does your preacher yell? I said, sometimes. <laughs> she said, does your preacher sweat? I said, sometimes. Does he spit? I said, sometimes. She said, does he preach on hell, fire, and brimstone? I said, a lot of times. <laughs> she said, who's your preacher? Boy, I looked at them clippers and I thought, oh God. But then it dawned on me, I ain't going to pull a Simon Peter. I'm not going to deny. I said, hey, you're cutting his hair. She jumped back and said, oh my God. I said, yeah, I preach about him too. 
And then a case of boldness came over me and I said, now don't I preach like that? All my buddies preach like that. And people that don't preach like that are liberals. And I said, and my daddy preached like that. And my daddy's friends preached like that. And I thought, well, I'm already in. I might as well take the plunge. And I said, let me ask you another question, ma'am. Your little girl, do you let her watch television, play on the internet, listen to rock music, and watch vampire movies? She said, well, yes. I said, well, I promise you, sister, that old man of God preaching on hell and trying to win her soul to Jesus, that's not going to traumatize her near as much as that mess you're letting her listen to. And then I got real bold and I said, and by the way, honey, it used to traumatize me too. It used to scare me too. But one day Jesus came in and saved my soul. And there's a deep settled peace in my heart. Boys, she popped that towel and said, I'm through with you. And I gave her $20 and got out of there. And I got to crying. And I thought about my daddy. Oh, I said, Daddy, up yonder in heaven, I'm so glad you preached from the book of the Revelation. I'm glad you preached on that horrible pit. I'm glad you preached. On that way, that great white throne judgment. I'm glad you preached on that fire that will not die. And I got afraid and I got scared. I said I got afraid and I got scared. And the fear of God knocked the crutches out from under me. But hallelujah, I'm glad I got lost so I could be saved. And God saved me and God forgave me. And I'm not afraid tonight. I've got joy unspeakable and full of hope. Hey, it is well. It is well. It is well. Woo! With my soul. Her condition. Her conviction. Notice her commitment. She looked at him and said, remember me. She said, I don't want to die in this place. I've lived bad and I don't want to die bad. I've lived like a sinner, but I don't want to die like a sinner. I want to get out of here. I want to be saved. Show me kindness. Show me kindness. Oh, by the way, don't forget, Hebrews 11 says... By faith, Rahab the harlot. Faith in what? What? In what she heard. She heard God was holy. She heard God was good. She heard God was great. She heard God would save. But she heard God would judge the unsaved. She believed it. She exercised. She accepted it. And by faith... By faith, you know how you got saved? You heard the word of God and accepted the word of God. I'm glad, hallelujah, I've been born again by the word of God. She said, I'm believing, I'm receiving. Show me kindness, help me, don't let me die down here. And they said, you got a deal. We're going to save you alive. Boy, if you've been looking for a place to shout tonight, jump in right here. She said, will you do me one more favor? 
She said, in case I begin to doubt and because I, I get weary and when all this stuff starts to shaking, I need some assurance. She said, give me a token. I looked up the word little token and it means proof of purchase and rite of passage. Did you hear what I said? Proof of purchase and right of passage. She said, I need something that'll sing in the night. I need something that'll shine in the darkness. I need proof of purchase. I need right of passage. I need a true token. By the way, she's not the only one that got one of them. God said to Noah, I'm gonna put that rainbow in the sky. And it is proof of purchase, rite of passage. This ain't going to happen no more. Them Israelites said, how are we going to get out of Egypt? And God said, you put that blood on the top and on the sides. It's a token. Proof of purchase, rite of passage. He said, hey, we're going to give you proof of purchase. Can I just say I'm glad tonight I got proof of purchase. And I got rite of passage. And it's not in water baptism. It's not in church membership. It's not in the sacraments of the Lord's Supper. But it's still the blood. It's still the blood. It's still the blood. It's my proof of purchase and rite of passage. And he said, I'll tell you what you do. Just take that scarlet cord and tie it in the window. And when we pass through, we'll see the cord. Honey, if you want to escape the fire, get on the other side of the cord. The scarlet cord. Why did he say scarlet cord? Well, You know how you make scarlet? There's a little living creature that lives and dies on a tree. And he's crushed. And when he's crushed, he extracts a dye that is used to make scarlet. He said, you know what your proof of purchase is? Something that you got because a living creature died on the tree. And extracted a liquid. You say, what has that got to do with me? I'm going to tell you what my proof of purchase is tonight. It's the finished work of Calvary where the living Savior died on the tree and shed his blood. And my hope is in the blood. You say, what's the difference does the line make? Well, it's bad out there and it's good in here. It's dark out there, but it's light in here. It's fire out there, but it's good in here. There's judgment out there, but that's peace. I'm glad. Hallelujah. I'm on the other side of the scarlet line. I'm on the other side of the blood. I rest my case at Calvary. Hallelujah. I'm behind the line. Woo! Her condition, her conviction, 
her commitment. Notice her concern. Here's a good evidence she got the good. She said, I want to talk to you a little bit more about this. She said, what about my daddy? What about my mama? What about my brother and my sister? And he said, honey, here's the deal. Everybody. Whoo! That gets behind the line. They gonna make it. He didn't say, Lord, can I drop my anchor and preach right here, man? He didn't say if they deserved it. He didn't say if they deserved it. He didn't say if they could afford it. He didn't say if they earned it. He just said, if you'll get behind the line, everybody on the other side of the line, can I tell you tonight who's going to be in heaven? Everyone that's been washed in the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone that's in behind the line. Woo! And brother, she's got a window of opportunity to be getting busy, getting the load behind the line. I believe Rahab goes over there, says, Daddy, be my daddy just a minute. Sorry, Dad. Dad, Daddy, Daddy, I need to talk to you about something. Daddy, I've heard a word from God. This place is going to burn. This thing's under the judgment of God, Daddy. Daddy, I can't sleep tonight thinking you're going to be burning that fire. A living creature's died on the tree, Daddy. We ain't got to go to hell, Daddy. So, Daddy, please, will you join us, Dad, and get behind the line? I believe she went, whoa, Daddy's in. She's not done. I believe she said, now, Daddy, you pray. I'm going to see if Mama join us. Mom, I got to talk to you about something serious. I got a word from God. It's over. This place is going to burn. I mean, the walls are going to fall. There's nothing going to be left. It's going to burn. Mama, I, I just can't stand the thoughts. You're going to be left to burn in that fire. Daddy's done said yes. Mom, will you come and join us behind the line? Don't burn in the fire, Mama. Come on, Mama. Mama said yes. And went up there and joined Daddy, and she went, Whoo! My Mama ain't got to go to hell. She said, I'm not done. Y'all keep on a praying, boys. My mission's not done, boys. Keep on a praying. Brother. Oh, my little brother. We've grown up together and we've fought together. But brother, I got a word from God, man. Judgment's coming. The fire's going to fall. It's going to be bad. Please, brother, please. 
I can't stand the thoughts of you being burnt in that fire and crushed under them walls. Hey, brother, the living creatures died on the tree. There's an alternative. There's a remedy. Daddy done said yes, and Mama done said yes. Come on, don't break the family circle. Come on, Bubba. Will you come? Will you come? Yeah. I believe she said, Woo! Brothers got in. Brothers got in. Y'all pray. Y'all pray. Oh, we got to go get sister. Well, you pray God to touch sister. Pray God assured that this is the good way. Hallelujah. Y'all pray. We're going to go see if we can get sister. Oh, sister. Hey, sister. It's been great being brothers and sisters. We got a good family. But honey, listen. If this is all we got, we have all men most miserable. Because I got a word from God, sis. The judgment's coming. This thing's going to burn to the ground. Them big old walls going to fall down. And listen, honey. I don't want to see you burning that fire. I just can't stand the thoughts of little sis burning in the fire. Daddy done said yes. Mama done said yes. Mean old brothers done said yes. Sister, will you come? Oh, yeah. Praise God, sister. Hey, hey, mom. Shout her out, honey. Sister's done got in. Hey, dad. Shout her out. Shout her out. Sister got in. How about that, brother? How about that, brother? Oh, sister got in. How about it? How about it? Hey. We may never travel far around the world. We never be rich people or millionaires or famous. But hold on. We're saved by the blood. Come on. Saved by the blood. Saved by the blood. Saved by the blood. Ain't got to burn. Ain't got to go to hell. Ain't got to get in the fire. Come on in the house. Come on in the house. Come on in the house. Hey. Come on in the house. Get behind the line. Fire can't cross that. Judgment can't cross that. Wrath can't cross that. We're behind the line. We're behind the line. We're nobody special. But my God, we're behind the line. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. Through the blood of Christ and the cross of Christ and the death of Christ. Saved by the blood. Saved by the blood. Saved by the blood of the crucified one. Woo! Ain't this good? Amen. Sis, I'm glad you ain't got a burn. Brother, glad you ain't got a burn. Oh, daddy, glad you ain't got a burn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Mom. Woo! He ain't got a burn. Now, did tell y'all a thing or two. I know my house is on the wall. And these walls are going to go flat. But we're going to be all right. Now, you may hear some trembling. You may feel some shaking. But 
Everything's all right in my father's house. In my father's house. In my father's house. Oh, everything's all right in my father's house where there's blood, blood. Hey, it may get noisy. It may shake a little bit, but do not fear. We're behind the blood. We're behind the blood. We're behind the blood. Dad, Dad, I hear it. I hear it, Dad. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hear them soldiers' feet. Hear them clang of them lanterns and them swords. You hear that shout? What's all that shouting about? Had some saints out there shouting around. <laughs> Hold on. The shaking's coming. The shaking's coming. Be not afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. The peace of God that passeth all understanding. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. A cup that runs over, life everlasting. Hey, it's going to be all right. And man, about that time, a crash and a bang. And every wall, every brick of that wall, every stone of that wall hits planet earth. But stuck up there, right there in front of God and everybody. Every hold my rope. Everything around them has crumbled. Everything around them has shaken. Every foundation's been brought to naught. But their foundation is on the scarlet cord. Their foundation. May I say to you tonight, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. The unshakable foundation of Christ and his atoning blood upon the cross. Hallelujah. Now, I need to tell y'all something. This is just a little sign. The big judgment's yet to come. They're going to burn it to the ground. They're going to burn it to the ground. Guess what they told me? They're going to come get us. Brother! Come on. <laughs> he promised me we're going to get out before the fire falls hold my rope again oh hey going to get out before the fire falls going to get out before the fire falls I'm not going to hell. I can't go to hell. I've been washed in the blood. Saved by the grace of God. I'm getting out of here before the fire falls. Woo! I'm going to get out before the fire falls. We might as well just sing a little bit. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, 
This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Praising my Savior. Oh, yeah. Young as I believe, I ought to sing a little bit. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me yeah. I knew him and all my love is new him. He plunged me to victory beneath. Have you got a song in your heart tonight that you've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ? Hold on, boys. Oh, God, what's that? Yeah. That's our ticket out of here. That's our heavenly escort. Hold on to the line. We're getting out for the firefalls. They're going to take us and set us outside of the city before the firefalls. Now we're outside of the city. And about that time, here she comes fire and brimstone our little old home and where we used to live is a burning like an inferno burning in the fire I mean burning in the fire and there's nothing left and I see her say oh sis oh sis look that could have been us oh sister that could have been us but we ain't got to burn in the fire Oh, brother. Oh, brother, look. Look, brother. It's a burning. It's on fire. Oh, brother. It could have been you and me. But high five, brother. We ain't burning in the fire. We got a better home. Oh, daddy. Look, daddy. She's a burning. She's on fire. It could have been your little family, daddy. It could have been your little family, daddy. But we ain't got to burn. We ain't got to burn the fire. Hey, daddy. Daddy, we're saved from the fire. Mama, look, mama. That could have been your babies. That could have been your little babies. Oh, but mama, God saved us. And we ain't got to burn in the fire. We ain't got to burn in the fire. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, excuse me, girls. You ain't got to burn in the fire. You ain't got to burn in the fire. Aren't you glad you heard one day you ain't got to burn in the fire? woo Hallelujah. Ain't that good? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Now you say, what happened then? Well, (laughs) guess where they went after the fire fell? They went to a wedding. After the fire fell, they went to a wedding. You're going to get that in a minute. After the fire fell, they went to a wedding. You say, who got married? Rahab the harlot. 
And she married one of them Jew boys out there walking around them walls. And they had a son. And you don't believe who he was. Boaz. Woo! A kinsman redeemed. Well, Boaz grows up, meets a girl, and fall in love. And they get married, and they have a boy, and his name is Obed. I'm going somewhere. Obed grows up, meets a little girl. They fall in love, and they have a boy by the name of Jesse. Jesse grows up, meets a pretty little girl, and they fall in love, and they have a bunch of boys, and one of them's name is David. And it just kept on and on and on and on. Oh, God. The early one Christmas morning, the angel came out and said, Here he is, the root and the offspring of David, the line of the tribe of Judah, Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, the King, the Emancipator, the Rock, the Shield, the Shepherd, the Cornerstone, the Rose and Sharon, Lydia of the Valleys, Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus the Lord, the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ. I'm glad I know who he is. But wait a minute. It didn't stop. It didn't stop. It kept on begetting and begotten. And begetting and begotten. Till it came down to Georgia. And got you in. And got your daddy in, and your mama in, and your sister in, and your children in. And it came to North Carolina, and it got me in. Oh, God. And it came to where you were, and got you in. Hey, I'm in the bloodline. I'm in the family. I'm a royal descendant of a king. Praise God, I'm in. And I ain't going to get kicked out. I'll be in heaven. Because I'm in the scarlet thread. Woo! Got me in. Got you in. (laughs) Got you in. Got you in. And it'll get anybody in that'll get behind the line. You know what I think I'll just do? Holler glory. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name for the blood of Christ and the Lamb of God and the cross of Jesus. I'm glad I'm saved by the scarlet thread of God's redemption, and I'm in the royal family of God. Y'all are finished. And if you got a lost loved one tonight, get them behind the line. You got a little girl you're worried about, a little boy you're worried about, a mama today, get them behind the line. Let's be busy getting others behind the line. Aren't you glad to be behind the line? Let's stand together, Lord. We love you tonight. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your...